Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to the Brokers Podcast, where we talk about things that you probably should too. Today I'm joined by... Hey guys, this is NoahDog54, or Noah. And this is Jeevan Sevens or John. And I am your amazingly handsome host, still continuing to be handsome, and uh, these two can't deny because I was about to lose points! Isn't that great? But anyway, uh, we're doing a, we're doing a special thing today. I got a really good topic for... Well, it's not really a topic, but I got a really good thing for us today. Um, right. Um, but, uh, speaking of handsome, you do look rather handsome today, Ethan. And that's an extra three points to Noah Dog. Whoa, isn't that crazy? Oh, you look really yeah. good today, man. Like, uh, did you get a new haircut? Now you make me feel bad about it. That's negative three <laughs> points to Noah Dog. Before. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wow. <Just> getting greedy. <laughs> I gained anyway. three, then I lost three real quick. Yeah, that, that's hey, how it's. We're uh, we're let's do, let's do some small talk. It's been a, it's been a week. Uh, John, how have you been, man? Let's start with you. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty good. Um, just been been playing some games, reading my books. Nice, pretty nice. chill. How uh, want to let the audience know how you are on your resolution so far? Your book resolution? Yes. Um. So I I think last time we I talked about it, I was reading or listening to it, um, by Stephen King. And I finished that, and I started a new book called, I think it's called What an Owl Knows. It's basically it's a nonfiction book about owls, um, which I figured was pretty interesting. It's a big so far. Yeah, that sounds like something up your alley. I was going to say, it's pretty on brand, because it's, <laughs> if you've been at John's Twitch before, I guess YouTube too, but John, mainly John's Twitch, his whole, thing is, his whole thing is owls, which is why if you join us on Patreon, his like tier is called the Parliament because a group of owls is called the Parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, oh really? So yeah, it makes it, it makes that it, it's very on brand that he found a good owl book that he likes to read. Yeah. Uh, hey John, how many books is that now? Uh, this is technically the third one, but I I finished the first one like just after the year, and Goodreads seems to count it. So yeah. All right. And your goal was like what twelve? It's uh, 16, right? It's, it's 18. All right. Or 18. I keep saying 16. Oh, well, you know what? I, I know why I'm saying 16, because I'm already up to, almost up to five at this point, which my mm-hmm. goal was like, I think I said six or something. But we're only still in January. What, today's the, four, we're only halfway through January, and I'm already on five. So I, I've, I made my new one 16. So it's 16 now, because I added 10 on to what I already have. Nice. So, nice. Um, so no, what's been going on with you for the last week? Oh, well, um, I went on a couple of interviews, actually landed a job, and uh, it's been going pretty well. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, uh... As for me, we, uh, the place that I'm in got slammed with a snowstorm. Um, not so Actually, not so bad that my power went out or anything. In fact, we never lost power even for a second. <clears throat> um, but that's because yep. we're on like the... We're on the national grid, so like, in order for us to lose power, the entire town that we're in would have to lose power, which is very unlikely. Um, but yeah, so we had winds of up to 65 miles, 65 miles per hour, which were pretty crazy. Uh, we have, I think, I think we have two feet of snow, three feet, something like that. It's not a whole, I mean, it's a lot for snow, but it's not a whole lot. Um, and in fact, it's supposed to get up to like 45 or something later next week. So it might even disappear next week, but who knows? Um, well, that, that does sound I, like uh, the place you live. I told, I told this to uh, John before. Um, but I went to Barnes and Nobles because I'm actually, my mom got, had gotten me the first four, um, books of the Fazbear Fright series. Cause I mentioned, before, I think two episodes ago that I've been reading those. Um, and I only have the first four. So I'm like, well, let me go to Barnes and Nobles. Cause I had, I had $75 in gift cards for Barnes and Nobles. So I'm just like, yeah, let's go to Barnes and Nobles. And I know what I'm going to get for. I, we walk in, me and, uh, her husband walk in and we hear this, like what sounds like an Amber alert coming from, like, it was like ringing through the store. And I pull up my phone, and it wasn't an Amber Alert. It was like a national like service alert or whatever. And it was like saying, "Hey, in two hours, don't travel, basically, because like the roads would be impossible to see the snowstorm was uh, was going to hit and stuff like that." Which was funny because the snowstorm actually didn't end up hitting until around four o'clock at night or four o'clock wow. in the evening, rather. So like they were they were quite off because when we entered by the nose, it was around nine. So it was kind of funny that they were a little off, but. Um, yeah, that was an experience. But Barnes and Noble's actually funny enough did not have so the if you are aware of Fazbear Frights, it's it's one. There's twelve books in the series, so it's right. um, I have one, two, three, four. So I was needing five and above. We went there and they didn't have five, six, or seven. So I'm just like, Ooh. well, all right. But they did have eight, nine, ten, eleven. 
So I got I ended up getting eight, nine, ten, eleven. Um, they didn't have twelve either. So I, I guess I'm just gonna have to look on Amazon or something for the ones I'm missing. They did have yeah. Tales of the Pizza Plex though. It's the next series. I was considering getting the um the first one of that one, but I'm like, well, I should probably finish Fazbear Fridays. I, I want to get ahead of myself. So yeah. let me finish that. I also saw they had a FNAF movie book, but I'm just like, well. I don't know. I've seen the movie and I read the I read like one of the pages and it sounded like it was word for word for the movie. So I'm like, well, if it's word for word, I don't really care because <laughs> I've watched mm-hmm. the movie. Um, if it had been like super different and like there was a different plot, and it was just based like sort of around the plot, like Mike and the like the characters are the same, but the plot wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Then I'd read it. But it was also twice the price of the Fazbear Frights book because the Fazbear Frights books are like nine dollars. <laughs> But the 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 movie one was like eighteen, and I'm like, well, that's not that worth it to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll just watch the movie again if I really want to revisit that. Yeah. Um, well, isn't the movie one newer than the uh, one you were gonna get? What was that? Isn't the uh, movie one like newer than the one you were gonna get? I mean, yeah, but it's it's the same story. Fazbear's Frights are like there's three stories actually in one book, so that's mm-hmm. that's what's uh, kind of interesting about those. They're also horrific because I mentioned this last time we did this. There there was a there's there's a story in it that I had nightmares a, because of you. What? I had nightmares because of you in that episode. You should. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mentioned last time that there's a story, and this I don't qualify this as spoiling because you you have no, I'm not telling you what book it's in. Um. But there is a story where like this guy falls asleep and he gets uh like these little animatronic puppets crawl into his mouth and start like be like entering his body. Like it sounds weird, but it's more like terrifying than weird because they're tiny little ballerina dolls i think is how they're described in the book um and like as he's going through life he realizes his like his uh arms are bloated and his like uh he hurts like his throat's bleeding or whatever it's because they're literally crawling inside of him uh trying to become one with him and uh i believe the book literally ends with him exploding i believe that's literally how if i recall that's how it ends like he literally implodes because of all the animatronic dolls that's stuffed inside of him um there's that. There's one where like I haven't even, I haven't read this one yet, but I one of the I think it's number eight in the series that I just got actually. It's called Gun Dro- Gum Drop Doll, and it's this picture of what looks to be an animatronic. I hope it's not a person, but it looks like an animatronic maybe that has a melting face with like candy all over it. It looks horrific. <laughs> um, and I mention that because the Fazbear Fright series on the back of all the books it says if even if you're a FNAF fan. Be careful. Like, that's basically what the warning says. It says, even if you're a FNAF fan, and it will, like, this book is made to, like, chill you to the bone. Um, so, yeah, they're really good books. I, I mentioned this last time, too. I'm not, I don't really care about the whole, like, oh, it's connected to the games. Because, sure, I'm sure there's something you can pull there, but also that's, I'm not reading it because of that. Because if I did, if I read it solely for the lore purpose, I'd go insane. I, I'd be, I would, I would just go mad um if you you don't care like i do then they're they're probably a great book but only if you like horror if you like if you like horror that's like gory and kind of stuff then you probably like them if not then stay away because you won't like them at all Um, right um speaking of fnaf uh did you guys hear map bats retiring well i have headlines damn it this you're you're about to lose more points (laughs) sorry sorry Literally yeah, spoiled, speaking of movies, you know what to spoil the movie. I, you know, minus 10 points. I can't believe this. Wow. Anyway, um, as I was about to say, is I have some headlines. Now, today's headlines are um, kind of sad, so I'm going to attempt to be compo- I'm going to attempt to be composed during this. Um, so the first one I'm going to go over is like the less known. Well, it's not less less known, but it might be less known for you guys uh, that are watching. Um, so there's this massively popular food content creator. Um, that was basically described as like the internet's grandma because she's been she was like I can't remember how old she was but she was she was she was getting up there, um, but she did all these cooking videos she was super energetic she was super fun uh, her name was Linja and I believe I I can't remember her exact channel name but she if you know the Max the Meat guy or whatever and then there's that guy there's um oh what's the other guy's name either way like they're oh Nick Nick Diagio- Nick Giovanni I think is how you say his name. Anyway, there's this like this group of content creators that would like make content, uh, food content together. But uh, she would make content with them. She was a part of their group essentially. Um, she unfortunately passed away on New Year's Day um, with her battle with cancer. Um, and like the with both of these that I'm going to say today, I mean there's a third one, but with the two main ones, the internet really banded together um, for both of these. Well, I'll get, I'll get to the one Noah spoiled in a second. 
Um, but the Linja one specifically, like, there's so much love. There's so much, uh, like, there's the love. I already said love, but there's so much love in the comments for her. Um, like, cause, like, that's why they called her. They called her the internet's grandma because she would, like, bake cookies. She would do all these, like, baking recipes. Um, and I highly recommend you go watch, um, go watch her videos and stuff because, like, they're still there. Um, so just look up Linja. It's spelled L Y N J A. Um, and show Pablo. That's not her actual channel name. It's not just that. There's something else there. Um, but I, if you just search up that, you'll you'll find the her channel probably. But yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate news. I was kind of sad when I saw that because I did watch her a little bit. I didn't watch her. I didn't watch her religiously or anything, but I did watch her uh, on her shorts because she made a lot of shorts and stuff with people. Um, she seemed like a great person. She was super energetic. She was super caring about other people. Um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of it's just kind of sad to lose someone like that because they you know they, they were she was great. So, um, and then the one that was spoiled. Um, so Matt Pat, who's been on the platform for a solid thirteen years, almost fourteen soon. Um, and uh, this was not on my 2024 bingo card. Uh, let me just say that. But uh, Matt Pat is stepping away. I'm not saying retiring for a very good reason because I'm sick of the media doing this. But I'm saying he's stepping away, which is what he's actually doing, um, from his role as host of Game Theory, Film Theory, Food Theory. You get the idea. Um, so what I what I'll get to this in a second. But what irks me the most is the the media caught wind of this and is like, oh, he's retiring. It's like, tell me you what? Tell me you didn't watch the video without telling me. Like, literally, he never said he was retiring ever. He's not 60. Um, so I'm just, I'm just sick of the media. But anyway, um, yeah, this was kind of sad. This was real sad for me. Like, at the time of watching, I've composed myself since then. But at the time of watching this, because I grew up with Matt Pat, he was one of my, him and Mark, really, were my two main, and Dan TDM, but he doesn't upload as much anymore. Um, but those three were my, those, those were the three horsemen of my childhood, basically, was Matt Pat, Dan TDM, who was Minecraft creator, and then Markiplier. Those are my three horsemen, basically. So to see one of them uh, sort of stepping away from their role, and you knew it was going to happen at some point, but it's one of those things that you know it's going to happen, you just don't want it to happen. Like, as quickly as they they probably do. Um, And MatPat's, I can definitely say without a doubt that MatPat has uh, changed my life for the better. He's like, he's made me more analytical of stuff. He's made me, like, look deeper into things than I would have otherwise, because if I didn't watch his stuff, I probably would have taken everything as fa- at face value and been like, yeah, that's how it is. But that's not how things work sometimes. Sometimes you have to look behind the curtains. And I'm not just talking about games. I'm talking about just anything, really. Sometimes you have to look behind the curtains. Sometimes, sometimes you have to do a little bit of te- detective work to figure something out. And it's just kind of fun. And honestly, if you guys know me in my channel, I have an ARG on my channel. I mentioned in a post uh, I made a couple days ago that my ARG was created because of him. Um, because he taught me sort of how to create a good story because he would make videos on great stories and he would say like oh well this is a this is a really clever way to hide something or oh this is a clever way to do this so he would always say like oh this is a smart way to do this and so i picked that up uh throughout the years and i've been making good like i've to me anyway i mean i've been getting feedback from everyone else too but i've been making really good stories ever since and my ARG is a perfect example of that Cause it's more of like a, it's more of a story than it is like a video. Cause like you know the backrooms videos, that's like sort of. I don't, I don't know if I'd call that an energy. That's more of like a, it's more of a video series. But um, it's not like that. It's more of like a. There is visuals and stuff sometimes, but it's mainly just a story. That's what at its core, that's what it is. Um, but it's a story that I allow my audience to alter, and that's also part of partly because of MapHead, because MapHead did tons of energies where the audience got to alter what the ending was or like what the ending outcome was even. So. Yeah, it's just, uh, he was the main driver of my childhood, almost. Um, and uh, it was really sad to see, because actually, the funny story of it was, me and John were doing a Minecraft thing, and I saw the notification pop up, and it said, goodbye, internet. And all I could think was, shit. Because, like, MatPat doesn't do clickbait, he doesn't do joke videos. He does, like, he exaggerates sometimes. But, like, that was the one where I'm like, oh, no. He's he's to- and it was him on the couch, which as if you've been a long time map heavy or you know him on the couch is not a good thing usually. <laughs> like he's always telling well, not a good thing in the sense that he's gonna be talking about something sad or something. Mm-hmm. Um so I saw him on the couch and he was like sort of sad in the thumbnail. I'm like, oh god damn it. Um and after me and John were done, I went to go watch and oh yeah, I was I was kind of crying the whole time because if if you haven't seen the video, he, he it was very sad. Even if you're not a MapHead mm-hmm. fan, it was very sad. Um 
But in terms of the internet coming together, oh my god, the 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 amount of people. T- t- uh, Toby Fox posted uh, something about Matt Like she said, thank you for all the theories. He showed a picture of Sans wearing Ness's clothing because everyone knows Sans is Ness. Um, Scott Cawthon commented on the video. Um, like all these indie game developers, uh, whoever made uh, Hello Neighbor, I think it's Tiny Builders, whatever Tiny Build commented. Um, whoever made Bendy, like literally every content creator or sorry not content creator every indie game developer that he's basically done a theory on that sort of like not even just a franchise but sort of just like their games whatever they all posted something about like oh thank you so much for all that you've done like all that kind of stuff um and like it was just it was it was great to see in that sense um because also if you don't know map history with the undertale community because there's one thing i will say about undertale it's that the community isn't isn't great um because they're very nitpicky about their about the game. So when he would make theories, people would be like, oh, well, that's wrong, or oh, well, that's stupid, like that kind of thing. Um, okay. So him and, him and the Undertale's community wasn't that good of a relationship, let's just say that. But when Toby Fox uh, said, like, thank you for all the theories, and if he did, a, like, a Sansa's Nest thing, um, that was really cool to see, because Toby didn't really interact with him too much, if I recall. Um, and the one time he did, it was sort of negative, because MatPat had done something a little bit wrong. If I recall, um, so yeah, but anyway, it was just really nice to see the internet band together. Um, like I said, if you haven't seen the video, um, even if you don't watch MapPad as often, like even if you just watch two theories, or maybe you watched uh, like 10 theories, and you're like, well, these suck, just go watch it anyway because he is like a OG, he's like a legend of YouTube that's sort of uh passing his torch down to someone else. So, um, because like PewDiePie is retired at this point. Well, not retired, I guess. He's 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 definitely stepped back, though. He's more so doing, like, these kind of, like, film-style vlogs. But he doesn't even do those that often. So he's right. kind of focusing on his kids right now. Uh, MatPat sounds like he's doing the same, which is a good on him for doing that. Um, but, yeah, as someone, as someone who I grew up with, in a sense, virtually, um, it definitely was sad. But, I, it, like I said, if you guys haven't seen the video, please go do that. Because... Um, uh, it's a it's a it's a decent video and he kind of outlines a lot of what's up a lot of what's gonna happen. I'm not gonna explain everything, just go watch the video. Right. Um but that's why I'm not saying retiring because he explicitly says what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then there was this one thing I saw, I forgot his name, but he's Jack guy's editor apparently. He made a video on why Matt like the actual reason Matt Pat's leaving. It's like he said why he's leaving. He literally gave you three different re- reasons why he's leaving. What do you mean the true reason he's leaving? <laughs> um people are trying to chalk it up to YouTube being uh less popular or whatever which literally there's it's called google trends you can look that up it's not something you can just make up uh mm-hmm. youtube's at an all-time high actually right now so yeah i don't know what that was about i didn't even care to watch it as soon as he said oh i know the real reason matt pat's leaving it's like he gave yeah. the reasons he's not he's not someone that's bullshitting you it's not like uh it's not like it's a prank channel being like oh goodbye it's like april fools goodbye guys it's not like that type of video so like mm-hmm. i don't know what you're talking about yeah. um <laughs> I did but, uh, actually see what I did actually see that video from Jack's uh, editor, and he actually gives a more in-depth analysis of like why someone wants to retire in this case. Yeah, but he that Matt, if Matt Pat just said I'm retiring and he gave no context, then sure I'd understand. But Matt Pat right. literally said in a 25-minute damn video, like in the entirety of that video, he explained why he's uh, stepping down. And he's not yeah. even retiring. He's not even leaving the platform. He's just stepping down yeah. as his role. So, mm-hmm. still, the video was dumb to me. I don't know what that was about. Um, I mean, uh, I was going to say, if, if you had done with this, I have another thing that was tangentially related, but I don't want to interrupt this part of it. Tangentially? Like, it's, it's about another YouTube creator that is no longer on the oh, platform. Tom, Tom Scott? No, there, there was a. It's less that they retired and no longer with us. Yeah. Oh well, I just talked about Linja, but who who else is there? There's um. It was it's it's almost kind of old news. It was about sometime in December. There's this uh, YouTuber I I I watched called um Min Squad, and he did challenge run videos. He actually inspired me to do my challenge run and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. they were struggling with alcohol addiction and around thanksgiving they made an update being like hey i'm trying to get back at it but addiction sucks i'm i'm making progress and then about three months three weeks later it came out that they had passed away 
due to health complications. Mm. So, it, it's yeah, very sad I... for me, but not as large as some of these other creators. Yeah. Well, and uh, a passing away is still a passing away, but it's, it's right. I had never heard of that simply because it, nobody reported on it, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know how small he would have been, but with uh with MatPat, for example, like Charlie made a video, um, sort of like uh, commending MatPat for doing what he's doing. Um, I forgot what Charlie titled it. I think he said it was a good it was a good title. I forgot what it was. Um, Ludwig was sort of like crying and he cried at the beginning because MatPat made it really sad. <laughs> like not on purpose, totally, but like he did, it was a very sad video. Like Ludwig made a video. Like literally the internet. When I say the internet banded together, I mean the internet banded together. Um, and sort of like a like a salute formation for MatPat. They made ton, the people made tons of fan art of like uh, well, it's not really fan art, more more so memes uh, in a sense of like uh, it's I think it's a Ninja Turtle meme. Um, I never watched Ninja Turtle, so I couldn't tell you what it's from. But it's like this grandpa teaching or like mentoring the the foreign turtles or whatever, and they're super small. And then it's this next image of like the grandpa's like super old, and the Ninja Turtles are like taking care of him. It's kind of like that's what uh, people put MatPat in, in as the grandpa role or whatever. Because <laughs> actually, what's trending, what, one of the things trending on Twitter right now, and I'm never calling it X, by the way, is uh, hashtag grandpa pat. <laughs> so, you know, that tells you kind of like uh, people are taking it well, I guess. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's what well, I sent. Uh, I actually sent the video to our group chat uh, here on Discord. And I said, uh, the, one of my, the caption I said was the end of an era is approaching or whatever I said. Because I think it is. As, as soon as Mark steps down, I think that's going to truly mark the, the end of an era. Because um, we you know it's coming. Mark's going to... I don't know how soon, but Mark's going to eventually be like, hey guys, I'm not leaving YouTube or anything, but I'm going to pursue movies. I'm going to pursue making uh, better content than I am here on YouTube. And I think that's exactly the right thing he could do. Because In Space with Mark Flyer, absolute masterpiece. Heist with Mark Flyer, same thing. Iron Lung, I'm sure, is going to be great. Um... So, yeah, he's doing amazing things. I think he's going to want to more f- so focus on that. Maybe him and Amy might settle. I mean, they're already sort of settled down, but maybe they want to do it even more so. So I can see it happening sometime soon. Uh, like I said, with MatPat, it was one of those things that you know it's going to happen. You just don't know when. Um, yeah. But uh, once he once he steps down, I think that will truly mark the end of an era. Which, you know, well, the end of an era, it's not a bad thing. It just means a new era is going to start. Um, right. Like new YouTubers yeah. are taking off. Like Eric, uh, Ryan Trahan. Um, I know there's more, but I can't name them off the top of my head right now. But you get the idea. There's there's new creators rising up, um, that are becoming sort of on the same level, right? But yeah. uh, yeah, it was just kind of sad to see. But yeah, uh, yeah. real quick, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, apparently, Captain Sparkles is also retired. John talked about old news, which wasn't really that old. You're talking about old news. Captain Sparkles been he's been that was at least four months ago or something. Um, Tom Scott's more recent. If you had said Tom mm-hmm. Scott, Tom Scott was actually like two weeks ago or something. Um, which I didn't even watch him that much, but I knew I knew about him. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to uh, mention that because sometimes, I mean, you'd have to really be living under a rock if you didn't know about the MatPat one. The the Linja one was more. If you're in that community, you knew. Um, but if you mm-hmm. weren't in that community, then you don't. So, um, but yeah. Well, that's why. Like I said, those are the sad. I know they're sad, but they're, they're kind of like. There's, I mean, there's a there was a headline about a 13 year old beating Tetris. I guess that's cool, but like Ooh. it's it's not gonna make up for the sadness of the other two. So, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. But uh, I do because of the sad stuff. We're actually gonna be doing a really fun topic today. I, like I said, I don't know if I call it a topic, but it's a it's a game show because you know it's me. Um, it's actually a very different game show. I think it's it's gonna be the most complex one we've done so far because we've done Jeopardy, oh, no. which Noah horrifically lost <laughs> like oh, zero yeah. points. You, you talk about horrific losing, you think, oh well, he had to have some points. No. If no, it's complex, didn't. I'm gonna fucking lose instantly. Well, it's gonna it actually revolves around money management a little bit. Um, so if you're bad with money, then you might lose. <laughs> so I'm terrible with money. I'm gonna fucking lose right All off the right. bat. John, you might have you might be on your your arc of winning game shows here. Uh, yes, <laughs> let's go. If, if Noah's this yeah. bad, I think you might be in trouble, or he might be in trouble. John, you have a solid chance of winning. I have like negative fifty four dollars in my account. All right. 
let's get on with it, shall we? So, welcome to Park Prosperity. Uh, so, welcome to the, in this game show. A contestant will be given uh, a budget of $5,000, and they must build their ideal theme park using their own resources. In each round, the contestants will be given three choices to choose from at all different price points. Some attractions, rides, and restaurants cost more, but can lead to better results. So, basically, I'm, I'm, there's more to it, but I'm going to uh, insert this in here. So... There's like I, like I just said, there's three choices of things, but uh, the more expensive ones will oftentimes, I say oftentimes because not always, will oftentimes promote your uh, your theme park more because the more people you have, the more money you make, essentially, right? Um, yeah. And I'm not gonna tell you how good or how bad they are. You have to decide, like, well, well, would that be good with my theme park or would that be bad for my theme? Whatever. You have to decide. So you're not gonna find out how good like they are, like how much increase of a profit you're gonna make off of them. You're not going to be told that. You're just going to be told how much they cost and like a brief description of what they are. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Extra money can equate to extra points when the game is over. So it could be wise to spend your money carefully. There are se- uh, several combinations of attractions, rides, and restaurants that if you select them all, you get bonus points. Let's go over the scoring system. So all points are added at the end of the game. So there's no points that are going to be added in the middle. So there's money left over, which I'll get to in a second. There's combination steps slash themes, which I'll get to in a second. And there's host theme park match. So if you guys remember all the way back to, I think it was called Food Court Fantasy. It was a game show I made a little bit a while back too. Um, In that game show, John and Noah were tasked with creating their own food court. And if they matched uh, one of my answers, they got points for that. This is actually going to be sort of similar. Um, in terms of money left over, though, money left over from the game will equate to points. For every $100 you saved, that will equal 10 extra points. If you chose everything in a set, then you get 50 extra points per set, uh, which I'll go into in a second. Um, and lastly, the host, aka me, has already built my ideal theme park. And if any of your answers match mine, then you get an extra 10 points per match. Um, so let's quickly go over the combinations that's themes. Certain rides, attractions, and restaurants are, par- are put into groups of three that match a theme. For example, the High Noon Roller Coaster, Shoot 'em Up Stand, and the Cowboy Restaurant are all in a set under the Western theme. If you select all of those, you would get the bonus 30 points. However, since I just told you about that set, it's now unobtainable. Un- un- there are a couple different sets that you can aim for, but some attractions, rides, and restaurants don't fit into a set. So it's best to just build your ideal theme park and maybe stick to a certain theme. So, like I just said, so High Noon Roller Coaster, Shoot 'em Up Stand, and Cowboy Restaurant are on a theme. So if you start, if you start to notice that, oh, wait, there's a theme going on with, uh, with, with this one, then you can be like, oh, let me just stick to that. Even if it's on the higher end, I, I get bonus points for it or whatever. So it's all about st- strategic elements, money management, and at the end of the day, just building a really cool theme park. Because so, remember, if your theme park's super cool, you're going to get more customers, and that's how you get more money. Because you have your budget's 5000 like that's how much you start with, but you can get above that or below that depending on how good or bad you are. So, uh, this one, as this is the most complex, is there any questions that you have? Uh, yeah, so you said there's going to be points at the end. Is it kind of going to be like the Mario point system or something a little different? The Mario point system? You know, like when you play Mario Party and they gave out those bullshit points at the end? You mean the bonus stars? And no. Yes. There's no bonus stars. I, just, I told you all about what the, what the points are. There's the money left over. There's the combination slash themes if you make a theme. And then there, if you have a match for, uh, to my theme park, then you get points for that. Those are the only ways you get points. Okay. Sounds Any deep. more questions? John, do you have a question? I don't. You sure about that? Do I get a free win? That's my question. No. <laughs> no Damn it. <laughs> Can't believe this. Do I get a starting thousand, like starting bonus thousand? I mean, you get it. So yeah, you, you know what? You want a thousand? I'll give you a thousand. John, get because you're starting with five thousand. You heard it here, folks. You want a thousand dollars? All right. No. I am your genie, and you've been gifted that wish. You have a thousand dollars to start. I mean, hey, you know what? If you wanted to, if you're you're living on the edge, man. I'm just saying, you're living on the edge. <laughs> He's a gambler. <laughs> He's a gambler. Yeah. Wait. Oh yeah. Wait. So I'm surprised that wasn't the question. There's no gambling elements in this. It's not like the, those other two that had gambling elements. There's no gambling elements in this. It's all about strategy and money management. That's really all it is. So, uh, thousand two more. Is it just John? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. You have five thousand. Calm down. Okay. Cool. So, are we ready to start? Yep. All right. So, we're going to start with rides. And then, we're going to go into attractions, which are different. And then, we're going to get into restaurants. Okay. So, starting with rides, round one. 
So we have the High Noon Roller Coaster, which costs $100. We have the Wave Dash Roller Coaster, which costs $150. And you have the Summer Plun Summit Plunge Roller Coaster, which costs $200. Let me give you the def or descriptions. The High Noon Roller Coaster. This Western-style roller coaster would take you through many loops as cardboard cutouts of bandits fire at the coaster. And then with the Wave Dash, this roller coaster would be sideways for most of the ride. It would be I would do corkscrews to turn you in the other direction. It would end with a splash of water. The Summer Plunge Roller Coaster... This roller coaster starts with a massive 90-degree plunge and would race at high speeds along the track. It's made of metal to ensure a smooth ride. So, what are you guys buying? Uh, I would go with 150. So, you want the Wave Dash roller coaster? Yes. All right, you're buying the Wave Dash roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I'm going to go with the... Uh, Summit Dive. Uh, it sounds like it's going to drive the end customers. Uh, you mean the Summit Plunge roller coaster? That's the one? That's the one. Alright, Summit Plunge roller coaster. You sure right. you shouldn't even know the name, bud? I mean, you didn't either. You said you didn't even say the name of it. You just said, I'll take the 150 one. <laughs> you didn't even remember the name. Um... Anyway, so that so just to catch everyone up, um, know about the Wave Dash roller coaster for 150. Um, so he is now 150 down. I mean, he's, he still has 4,850, so he's doing still pretty well. Um, and then John bought the Summit Plunge uh, for uh, 200 because it's 200. So there you go. Instinct choices so far. Um, but let's get into the next round. So okay. Right, there we go. Okay, round two. We have the Deep Trenches roller coaster, the Seven Seas roller coaster, and the Sky Castle roller coaster. So let me give you the uh, descriptions. The Deep Trench roller coaster. This roller coaster would take you deep underground to see mythical crystals and gemstones. It would be mostly dark besides the light shine and sparkle from the gems. The Seven Seas roller coaster. This roller coaster would take you on a journey through the ocean, seeing sea creatures like fish, sharks, and turtles. It would end similar to a log ride. Sky Castle roller coaster. This roller coaster would take you high up into the sky, giving you a great view of the park. It would feature small but many drops and turns. Hmm. So, These what are you guys good. going with? These are good options. Yeah, good options. I think I'm going to go with the um, Sky Castle roller coaster. Sky Castle for 200 Okay. Yeah, I'm a big spender. Alright, he's going for it. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go for the pirate one. I think there's a pirate one. Seven Seas? Yes, Seven Seas. Seven Seas, okay. <clears throat> seven Seas, and that is for 150. So I will take 150 off your total here. Damn, that's okay. like four grand. 4,700 to be exact, yep. Nice. Okay, so to give you your money, John, you have 4600 No, you have 4700 Okay. On to the next. Round three. We have the Supersonic Roller Coaster, the Dark Magic Roller Coaster, and the Dragon Ex Escape Roller Coaster. So let me give the descriptions. Supersonic Roller Coaster. This roller coaster will go from zero miles per hour to 60 in a matter of seconds. It would feature high speed, sharp turns, and a big drop at the end. The Dark Magic Roller Coaster. This roller coaster would feature a magical journey in a castle filled with dark magic. This would be a standing coaster to give the illusion that you're actually using magic to fly. Dragon Escape Roller Coaster. This roller coaster would feature a dragon that would be following and breathing fake fire at the coaster. It would feature many loops, corkscrews, and sharp turns to make sure you avoid the dragon and get back safely. Um, I really like these options. By the way, if you want to know how underground these all are, these are all fake. These are not roller coasters that exist. I mean, maybe they exist. Some oh. of these might exist. But these are all things I made up by mm. just looking at pictures. So, I see. And also using my, my brain. I'm going to go with the Dark Magic one. Dark Magic. So Dark Magic for 150 Yep. All right. I'm going to go with a Supersonic one because that sounds like fun. That does sound Supersonic like fun. for 100 Yes. All right. So just catch everyone up. John got the Dark Magic. No, I got the Supersonic. Um, so John is 150 deep. Let's see. Okay, and then Noah is just straight up 100 deep, so that's simple. Okay. I think we're good to go to the next round. Okay, next round. Here we go. Round four. 
We have the Bump Stadium, the Freefall Tower. So that that one's the first one that's actually real. And then Alien Abduction. So Bump Stadium, look at the descriptions. Uh, this is a bumper car ride that would allow up to 20 people in a big arena to duke it out to call themselves the master of bumper cars. The Freefall Tower. The name says it all. In this ride, you will be stopped, uh, strapped to your seat and taken several feet into the air only to fall super fast back down to the ground. Then Alien Abduction. This ride puts you in an enclosed alien-like UFO and makes you lean against the wall. Once the ride starts, it will begin to spin at such rapid speeds that it will pin you against the wall and make you and make gravity ten times stronger. Ooh. So, what are we going with, folks? Mm. I'm going to say Alien Invasion. No, uh, what, what are you going with? Uh, alien Invasion. Hmm. Abduction. You guys are bad. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna remember names, I guess. Uh, I'll go with um, the Bump Stadium because everyone loves bumper cars. That's true. That's true. Okay, it's so a Bump Stadium. Yep. Okay, the only one with the alien abduction. Alien abduction. I'm sorry. You should be. This. And then, uh, okay. All right. So, John, just to give you a quick synopsis of your money, John, you're four thousand three hundred fifty. Noah, you're four thousand four hundred. All right. By the way, you'll, your theme park will be like will be rated and judged every round. So not every round, sorry. Like every time we go into the next section. So the next section is attractions. Once we get to the next section, you're going to be given a rating on how good your theme park is so far, um, and that will uh, like give you more money to spend. Oh, right, yeah. Moving on. Round five, we have the tilted teacups, cliffhanger, and the slingshot. So let me give the descriptions. The tilted teacups. This ride would feature teacups that were attached at fixed pivots, points, and a rotating platform that raised and lowers itself. The teacups would be free-spinning and would make, far for, make for a dizzy experience. Cliffhanger. This ride would uh, strap riders with train carts that would uh, procedurally get closer and closer to the edge of the tracks. The train would tilt, giving the illusion that the train was falling off, into cl- falling off a cliff. This ride is be sure to bring out the fears of anyone who rides it. And then Slingshot. This, uh, this is actually a real thing as well. This ride would strap two riders into a capsule and attach it to a slingshot mechanism. After a minute of expected tension, the riders are launched into the sky at blistering speeds, spinning up, down, and all around. This ride is not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. So you what know, are we going with? Well, I've actually thought about this before and what I would do with my own theme park, and I've always wanted to have the uh, slingshot ride, so I'll go with the slingshot one. Slingshot, okay. I'm going to go with the, the safe bet of the Tilted Teacups. That's always a popular ride amongst uh, children. And, you know, people bring their children to parks. So I feel like it's a good investment. True. All right. That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> okay. Moving on. Round six. We have Man Overboard, Swinger, well, and Ferris Wheel. Aren't what? you going to get the rating for the last round? Are you dumb or something? The rating comes at the attraction. I just said that. Oh, okay. Round six. Man overboard, swinger, and the Ferris wheel. Well, let me get the descriptions. This ride is your classic pirate ship ride. So this is the man overboard. This is your classic pirate ship ride. It would sway left and right to mimic what it would be like on an actual ship in a severe weather storm. Swinger. This ride is similar to swing rides you see in actual theme parks. It would sit you in a swing seat and lift you in the air, going at decently fast speeds to give you a soar through these through the sky. Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel is a classic attraction at any theme park. This particular one would be the biggest in the world, which is why it's two hundred dollars. I mean, obviously, this is all not nah, the Ferris wheel would actually not be two hundred dollars, but in terms of the game, it's that's it's the most expensive one. That's why it's because the Ferris wheel otherwise would be like the simplest one. Right. So, where are we going? Every good theme park has a Ferris wheel, so I'll go with the Ferris wheel. All right. That's fair. I'm gonna go with the the swings because. I always try to see if there's a swings at the theme parks. Those are always fun. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Okay, no, no, we're not moving on because next round is attractions. So let's do a quick synopsis of everything that just happened. So, John, at your theme park, you currently have the Summer Plunge roller coaster, the Sky Castle roller coaster, the Dark Magic roller coaster, the Teacups, and the Swinger. That is what you currently have, and you're sitting at $4,100. Noah, you have the Wave Dash roller coaster, the Seven Seas roller coaster, and the Supersonic roller coaster, and then you have Alien Abduction, Slingshot, and the Ferris Wheel, and you're sitting at $4,000 exactly. That is what you're both sitting at. 
All right. right. In terms of what you both have, John, your park currently has a 3.5 star rating. Pretty decent for what you have because considering it's not done, you know, um, which gained you 300 bucks. So you're actually back up to 4,400. And Ooh. Noah, based on what you have, uh, you have a lot of crazy things. So you're actually only at a three star rating, which only gives you 200. So okay. 200. Okay. okay. So, and remember, you once once we're at the very end, you have a chance for a five star rating, which is there's a bonus. Uh, like you get a, a really good amount of money for that. So, mm-hmm. moving on to attractions, and yes, if you want to debate with me, they are different. Look it up. So, round one, we have shoot 'em up stand, rope climb, and ring the bell. Let me go over the. Uh, by the way, the price points for these are different. By the way, because they're they're not like expensive roller coasters. So the the shoot 'em up stand is. $50, the rope climb is 100 and the ring the bell is 150 So keep that in mind. So, okay. uh, the shoot 'em up stand. This game would require patrons to shoot a makeshift Tommy gun to shoot a paper target at the end of the booth. Rope climb. This game would require patrons to keep their balance while climbing an, an angled rope ladders that can pivot and invert the player. Ring the bell. This game would require patrons to use a mallet to strike a platform. If the platform strikes hard enough, the metal bar will go all the way up to the tower and ring the bell. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Let's go with the shoot 'em up one. Shoot 'em up. Alright. Alright. Uh I'm thinking the uh, rope one. The uh, climb the rope one? Rope climb? Yeah, rope climb. Alright, rope climb. Alright, cool. Moving on to round two of this. We have darts. Dunk tank and water gun race. I don't know if I need to explain these, but I'll do it anyway. This game would require so this is darts. This game would require patrons to use darts to pop balloons on the playing field. The player is given three darts and must pop at least two balloons to win. Dunk tank. This game would require patrons to throw a ball at a target in order to plunge someone into a bucket of water. You can only get one try per game. Water gun race. This would require patrons to use a water gun and shoot at a target. Other people will be racing you to see how fast you can accumulate or how fast and accurate you are with your shots. The player who doesn't, who wins, is, or who, sorry, I can't read. The player who does it fastest wins. Um, okay. And it, there's a side note for this that says you need at least five people to play this. So, yeah, keep that in mind. So that means your park has to be popular then. It has to be popular enough, yep. And then with the dunk tank, for example, you only get one try per game. Well, yeah. And, there's, and the darts is difficulty. So you're either choosing difficulty, um, accuracy, and like, like, well, Noah just said, which is like popularity. So that's what you're really choosing here. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the uh, dark game. Dark game. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with the water gun race because everyone loves a competitive game. I I suppose. Nice, nice. <clears throat> All right. Solid choices, I would say. Okay, moving on to the next round. Whack-a-mole, mm-hmm. horse race, and basketball. Uh, whack-a-mole, this, this is a classic game of whack-a-mole. Use a small mallet to whack incoming moles to, scare, uh, to score points. Reach a certain number of mi- uh, moles to win the game. Horse mm-hmm. race, this game would require patrons to mash a big bun in front of them to make their horse move. Whoever mashes faster and gets their horse to the end first wins the game. And then basketball, this game would require patrons to score more baskets than the other player. If you score more points, you win the game. You're only given three basketballs per game. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go with basketball. Okay, basketball. Uh, I'm going to go with basketball, too. Oh, I see how it is. Okay. All hmm. right. John's going with basketball as well. Okay. I uh, see. This is the, actually. I think this is the first. Yeah, this is the first one you guys have actually done the same thing on. So that's interesting. Okay. Oh. Moving on to round four, we have milk toss, e ball, and duck pond. So milk toss. This game would require patrons to use a metal ball to knock over metal milk cartons. If you knock them, down them all, you win the game. Ski ball. This is your classic ski ball game that you see in arcades. You must use the balls given to you and roll them into the point holes. If you get above a certain amount, you win the game. Uh, duck okay. pond. This game requires patrons to use a makeshift fishing rod to catch a duck on a moving pond. If the player gets a duck, they win the game. You only you are only given one minute to catch a duck. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna go with Ski Ball, just because it's the most interesting to me. Ski Ball, you got it. I'm also gonna go with Ski Ball. All right, looks like the attractions is uh some some popular thing going on here. All right, those also going with Ski Ball. All right, also just to give you a synopsis on your money. Um, oh. Yeah, let me just make sure that's right. Okay, so, uh, John, you're at $3,950. Noah, you're at 3850 So, John's only ahead by it. I mean, the money doesn't exactly matter, but um, it will at the end. So, moving on to round five of this. We have Ring Toss, Ball Bounce, and Bingo. Uh, ring Toss. This is your classic Ring Toss game. Use the rings provided to you to try and land it on a bottle. Ball Bounce. This game requires patrons to use balls provided to them in order to land them in different colored cups. Different cups lead to different prizes. Uh, then bingo. This is your classic luck-based bingo. Players select the card they want out of five possible options, and if they com- if they uh, complete it with five other players, uh, or they compete with five other players hoping to win a prize. So that just means like you need five. Similar to the water gun one, you need five people to play this game. Mm-hmm. Again, meaning your park needs to be popular. Yep. Okay. Mm. What was the second one again? Ball bounce. It's the one where you have to bounce a ball into a colored cup. Okay, ball bounce is what I'll go for. All right. Here we go with ring toss. Ring toss, got it. Okay. No bingo choice. That's yeah, I see. Yeah, who likes bingo? <laughs> grandmas, damn it. Yeah, we don't want grandmas out of park. <laughs> yeah, they can't handle the supersonic roller coaster. They can definitely not handle the slingshot. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so moving on. Uh, round six. This is the last of the attractions. We have the kissing booth, the bottle stand, and the weight guessing booth. So, kissing booth, this is exactly what it sounds like. That's literally the description. Uh, bottle stand. This game requires patrons to flip a bottle onto its head. You only get five attempts to win, which means it's, it's a bottle flip challenge, basically. Weight guessing booth. The game requires patrons to guess the exact weight of a certain object or person. The object slash person changes every time a player enters the ring. Um, okay. So keep that in mind. Due to the oh yeah, due to the high volume or to the high volume of patrons this would ensue, this is doubly priced. So the weight so the weight guessing booth is actually three hundred dollars, but it would you know. Subtly, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it might increase your park popularity. Mm-hmm. But it is three hundred dollars. It's d- it's double what it would be otherwise. Right. Hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah, if I could go big spender, let's go with a three hundred. All right, that was going big. I'm gonna oh, go. I'm going to prey on lonely people. Get the kissing booth. That's how it is. That's how it is. All right. I think you should word that a little bit better. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. You're you're warning a business, Noah. There is no making people happy. Yeah. So we only have like three rounds of restaurants. We're actually at the, uh, almost at the end here. So just to give you some novices of what their choices were, John uh, has shoot 'em up, the water gun race, basketball, ski ball, ring toss, and the kissing booth. Um, and he's sitting at three thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. Noah uh, chose the slingshot, or no, sorry, rope climb, darts, basketball, ski ball, ball bounce, and weight guessing booth. And he's sitting at three thousand five hundred and fifty dollars. So. Um, at, at your current rating, that so you you already had the three point five. Oh, John had three point five. No, I had three. So at your already rating, your both of your ratings actually went up. Uh, John, you're doing pretty well. Your rating actually went up to a four point five. Um, so you so you actually got uh two hundred dollars for that. I know that seems like less than the other one, but remember you already had the three point five rating. Um, so you're only going up a star and a half basically. Um, so John, you're basically actually I think you're you're at four thousand five fifty. Um. So that's pretty good. And then Noah, you went up as well, just not as much. You went up to a four point one. Um, so you get one hundred and seventy for that. Okay, I'll take it. Well, you have to. <laughs> you don't get a choice. So <laughs> you you're sitting to. at a clean. <laughs> you're, you're sitting at a clean three thousand seven hundred twenty bucks. Oh. Okay, restaurants. Here we go. 
Round one. We got the cowboy, extraterrestrial bites, and then under the sea. So by the way, the restaurant costs of the cow uh, the cowboy is a hundred, the extraterrestrial bites is two hundred, and then under the sea is three hundred. Uh so it's getting pricey now. Mm. So the cowboy. Yeah, yeah. The cowboy would serve cowboy style burgers, burgers with barbecue sauce on it, in case you didn't know. And fries. It would have a fast food style to it. Extraterrestrial bites. This restaurant would serve out of the ordinary combinations like steaks uh, with a pomegranate sauce, burgers with peanut butter and bacon, and more wacky things like that. This would be a fast food, this would be a fast casual style restaurant. Under the sea, this Ooh. restaurant would serve seafood dishes like fish and chips, bacon wrapped scallops, sushi, and more. This would be a fine dining experience. I like the second option that goes out. Extraterrestrial bites? Yes. Yes. All right, sounds good. I think I will agree with that. That sounds like it could drive some business, get some wacky stuff happening. <laughs> wacky yeah. stuff happening? Dude, yeah. peanut butter with burgers is actually is actually a genius. I was going to go with cowboy, but then you said I want the extraterrestrial one does, and I was like, yeah, that's way more interesting. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Um... All right, so let me just make sure I got this. So, John, you're down, you dipped below 4,000, but that's only because you had 50 or whatever. Okay, so you both have that. Nice. I'm just putting ET bites for the, for the simplicity. Moving on, we got round two. Dark Side Burgers and Fries, Once Upon a Time Cafe, and Taco the Town. Uh, so, Dark Side Burgers and Fries. This restaurant would serve burgers, fries, shakes, and onion rings. A very simple but per- perfected menu. This would be fast food. Once Upon a Time Cafe, this restaurant would serve classical dishes like pastries, coffee, pies, and more. This would be a fast, casual-style restaurant. And then Taco the Town. This restaurant would serve authentic Mexican cuisine like tacos, quesadillas, enchiladas, and more. This would be a fine dining experience. Mm. I'm going to go with the Dark Side Burger and Fries. Dark, Dark Side Burgers and Fries. All right. All right. Good choice. Wait, really? No, I give an answer, damn it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... All right, the first one. What's the first one, though? I forgot. What do you mean? You choosing it, and you forgot. You don't even know. He's just, I think he's trying to save money because he is below you, so... Mm. That, that, too. But well, fat, well, too many fast food restaurants cause the patrons to be, well, I don't know. There's not many cool things around here to eat. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just like, fuck them. Screw them. If you don't want to eat what I have, you don't eat. <laughs> the second one was cheap. You, don't, you starve. All right, last round. This is the last round of this entire thing. So round three, Lemonade Stand, Slushy World, and Coffee Express. Lemonade Stand. This Lemonade, this lemonade Stand. Stand would serve hand-squeezed fresh lemonade. It would offer a sweet lemonade and a non-sugar lemonade, so literally two options. Slushy World. This slushy cart would sell multiple fruit-flavored slushies in different sizes. And then Coffee Express. This coffee would serve, uh, the coffee stand would serve, well, coffee. They would be selling everything that normal coffee shops do, like uh, Americanos, cappuccinos, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going with? Slushy stand. Slushy stand, Okay. I'm gonna go with the classic lemonade stand. You know, you get you get a hot day. You want something refreshing? Lemonade. You sure it's not just switch? You know, I didn't ask for your opinion now. (laughs) Okay, and that is the theme park built. You have uh, you have rides, you have attractions, and you have restaurants. So it's restaurants slash carts, I guess. So. It is time to give your final rating on your theme park. The people have spoken. This is your theme park. So, John, remember, you had a 4.5 rating at the start of this round. Noah, you had a 4.1. So, very close. John, mm-hmm. my God, man, you did pretty well today because you have a 4.9 rating. You were honestly just shy of 5, um, which means you don't get the bonus points for getting a 5-star rating. But you were so close, you had 4.9, which gives you an extra 100 bucks. So, not too bad. Um so there we go. Noah also went up as well because Noah, you were at four point seven, which is just shy of, no- of John's score, oh, but you still get you get one hundred and fifty for that. Uh, so there we go. 
the money that you both have ended with, and well, we're going to be getting uh, extra points anyway, but the money you ended with is, John, you had 3750 bucks. Not too bad. Nice. Uh, Noah, you had 3350 bucks. Not too bad as well. You actually, were, I thought you might have both dipped below uh, 3000 wow. but you didn't. So, yeah. Now to see. So I'll calculate your money bonus points at the very end. But now let's see if you got any sets slash themes. I'm going to call them themes from now on. So mm-hmm. there's the Wild West theme. Uh, there's the High Noon Roller Coaster, the Shoot'em Up Stand, and the Cowboy. Um, let's check John's. He did not have shoot him up, so he already lost. And or sorry, not shoot him up. Uh, what's it? high noon roller coaster? Noah did not have that either, so you guys did not get that set. Mm-hmm. There was the under the sea. You had seven seas, dunk tank, and under the sea restaurants. So John, someone had seven seas. I thought I had Noah, seven. seven seas. Okay, Noah said no. It might be getting it. So let's see. I uh, had dunk tank. You needed. Oh, I don't think you got dunk tank though. You did not get no. dunk tank. Okay, no. so no one got that one. Speed is key. Supersonic roller coaster, water gun race, and coffee express. Um, so John hey. did not get that. Noah has supersonic. Okay. He has, uh, what's the other one? He has uh water gun race, which he does. Oh no. John had that one. Oh man. You guys are, you guys are mixing each other. And then neither of you chose the coffee express. So actually nobody's getting that anyway. Uh, we had the road to aliens. We have alien abduction, rope climb and extraterrestrial bites. Um, I so let's see. No, I wouldn't be too sure. Uh, alien abduction, uh, rope climb, and oh, you did. Noah got extra. He got the road to aliens theme. Nice job. Okay. Nice. So that gives an extra 50 points at the end. So let me start uh, calculating points actually right now so I can remember that. Um, so no, no, I got uh, extra 50. 50 points is a lot, by the way. It might not sound like a lot right now, but uh, that's quite a bit, especially at the start. And then, John, I don't think you did because you didn't even choose the um, rope climb, I don't think. Nope. Nope, okay. So, no, but there's still one more, I believe. Yes, the classics. Freefall Tower, Whackable, and Lemonade Stand. Oh. Uh, I don't think anyone chose Freefall Tower, though. No. Dang. Nope, no one chose Freefall Tower. I had Tower. Lemonade, stand, lemonade Stand, stand. <laughs> He had Lemonade Stand, but nobody also chose Whackable. So, man, you get, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's fine. Dude. Like, that's what, like, it was just a bonus thing you could have got. Okay. Mm. In terms of money, though, so let me do the man. You guys are gonna be loaded with points. Hold up. Um, so let's see. It's this. Hey, John. Good game today. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting because Noah did get fifty points for a set, but John had more money at the end. So we'll see how this works. I think yeah. it actually might be pretty close. Well, Holy I think shit! Be... <laughs> All right. I'm scared. John, you have uh, this isn't your final total, by the way. John, you have you, from just your money alone, you have thirty-seven thousand five hundred points. Nice. Um, so that's your points. Let me calculate Noah's real quick. Should be sort of similar, just a little bit less, I think. Yeah. Okay. So Noah, yeah, on top of your fifty. So actually, let me add your fifty now. So you and on top of your fifty, you have three thirty-three thousand five hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. And then. Did either of you have a match with me? That is the question. All right. I forgot okay. About that. You get ten. Ooh, actually. Yeah. Okay. So remember, you get a you get a good amount of points for each match. So John, you mm-hmm. had summer plunge. No, you had wave dash. I did not choose either of those. Um, mm-hmm. Sky castle is something I chose, which means John gets more points. Let's go. Um, so let me let me just add his points now. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Next up was Supersonic. I did choose Supersonic, so Noah gets points as well. This is going to get interesting. Um, let's see. I did not choose Teacups. I did not choose shoot 'em Up. I'm just going to go person by person. I did not choose Basketball, nor Skeetball. Uh-oh, John. Ring Toss, no. Kissing Booth, no. Extra Trust Bites, I did. So let me... So John gets more points. But John, you didn't have a lot, actually. You just, yeah. Let's see. I did not choose Dark Town and did not choose Lemonade. Okay. Uh, let's see. I already went away to Supersonic. Alien Abduction, I did I did choose. So Noah gets points for that. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, I did not choose Slingshot. I did choose Ferris Wheel. Yes. <laughs> That's still the under the breath thing. I did not choose Rope Climb. I did choose Darts. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, boy. It's going to be close. It oh. honestly, you're not you're not even seeing the points. I'm seeing the points, and I'm ooh, this is gonna be interesting. Um, I am nervous, dude. <laughs> let's see. I did not choose basketball. I did not choose skee ball. I did choose ball bounce. 
Yes, yes, yes. I thought about oh, doing that one. Oh, man. I did not choose Way Against Smooth. I did choose E.T. Bites, which I only gave John the points for because that was at the time I was going over just one person. This is going to be interesting. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's praying over there. Okay. I, <laughs> I did not choose Dark Side, and I, but I did choose Slushy Stand. Yes. Come on. Damn. This is interesting now. Woo! Okay. I can't even be making this up because this is close as frick. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> this is really interesting. God, hear me now. <laughs> it's like, God's, God's up there like, I ain't helping you in your stupid made up game. <laughs> I have better things to be doing. Anyway. Um, so. I've calculated points with the matches. You have your points from the, your money, which was that was your main money, uh, your main point driver there. And then mm-hmm. uh, a couple, uh, none of you got sets. Neither of you, or no, no one got one set, which helped them, I guess. Um, but uh, John did not get any sets. So your points are finalized. They're done. Who wants okay. to hear them first? Oh, I'm I guess I will. All right, John, my man, my main man. You did pretty well today. I will say that you you did pretty well. I was very surprised at uh, your popularity because all of these had a set popularity increase, so they were percentages. Mm. And I would add I would add your percentage because uh, you had a base of hundred people. You you talked you spread the word about your friends and family. Those are your hundred people you started with, and then the attractions had a base uh, set percentage that increased your thing. Some were better, some were worse. There were mm-hmm. even some that decreased your uh, thing. In fact, there one of them that decreased was kissing booth. Dang. Honestly, John, people, people are not happy with that decision. <laughs> they're they're not happy with the kissing booth. I'll say that. Um, the dark side burgers and fries is also one, but to be fair, both of you chose that, so that that evens out. Mm. Um, so, John, in total, I'm not going to go over all of them, but in total, you had four that decreased, but you chose uh, what is this? One, two, three, four, five that outweighed it completely because, in fact, the uh, which is what is the Sky Castle roller coaster? The thing you chose, the, the second thing you ever chose, had a thirty percent increase. That's how good that one was. <clears throat> so Damn. you made you more than made up for it in that sense, um, which leaves you with thirty-seven thousand two hundred points. Yeah, that much points, my dude. Um, Noah, in terms of your synopsis, so yeah. you had you mostly chose good things. You only chose like one or two bad things. Um, so unlike John, who was a bit, uh, all over the place, which I mean, he made up for it, but he was still all over the place. You were a bit more consistent and that you had more, uh, things that were good, except you didn't choose the 30% one. And there was a 20% one that neither of you chose. So, I mean, really? to be fair, so, yeah, the, the coffee express was 20% cause everyone loves coffee. Oh, yeah. it's like Starbucks. It was going to be a massively increase in your sales. I was thinking um, yeah. that, but I figured to go with classic. I think you would have gotten a thing, John, if you had chosen coffee. I think whatever the speed is key one. Mm. Or no, that was Noah that was going to have that one if you chose that. So no, yeah. so you weren't getting anything, actually. Actually, yeah. you were closer to the classics one because you had the yeah. stand. I was going to do um, the coffee stand, but I was nervous I didn't have enough, so I just went with the second well, You had three grand. You had enough. <laughs> anyway, um, but after all, and like the ones you had were like uh, 5%, 3%, so they were lower, but you were, they were all good, basically. The only, the only bad thing you chose was Dark Side and the Wake Guessing Booth. Those were the only two that were bad. Anyway, so, with that being said, the point total that you are left with, remember, Jean is 3,700. Noah, you're left with 37,100. Yes. Meaning John, no, that's not a good thing. That means John won by 100 points, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, literally, I don't even know what saved him here. Like, it was probably the... Actually, you know what saved him was the money. Because John had 3,750 money, Noah had 3,350. So if Noah didn't splurge on the slingshot, for example, he might have actually won. Um, because the slingshot only boosted his sales by... Or boosted his popularity by 2%. So was that 2% worth it? The answer is probably not. Um... Literally couldn't have been closer because these are all in 100-point increments at the, at the end because uh, getting a set was 100 points. or Sorry, 50 points, but getting the match with me was 100. So they were all going to be 100 points at the end. So literally one choice basically ended this game for Noah. But hey, you guys both had a good game. It was very close. So good job there. Um, but yeah, John, do you have a winner's speech? 
I will say that, you know, Noah called it at the beginning. He's like, oh, man, money saving, it's going to do me in. And he wasn't wrong, so uh, get wrecked. Get wrecked. All right, Noah, do you have a losing speech? Um, today was very fun. Um, I hope you do more things like this. Uh, John, you were a very fair and nice competitor up until now. You <laughs> bald-headed going. I'm like, wait a minute, this is no, he's not going to compliment him. And then I was darn, was that right? Um, no, I'll compliment you though. You're a good looking guy, Ethan. Uh, well, points are over, so you're not getting one of points <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I think we went a little bit over, but that's okay. Uh, sometimes we do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. So if, you like, if you're like no and you want to see more game shows, uh, stick around because we do that. I'm not gonna, I don't do it every time because otherwise it gets boring over time. Um, and plus I want to do other topics than just game shows. But, uh, yeah, like, if you've missed the previous game shows I've done, I've done Food Jeopardy, uh, which is the Jeopardy one I mentioned that Noah horrifically lost in. Sorry to spoil you, but he has zero points literally the entire game. Close. It's not really much of a spoiler once you're halfway through. Um, yeah. And then uh, there was the uh, food corn fantasy one. There was the one where they had to decide. I forgot the exact name of it, but they had to decide if the social media post was, or social media scrutinize. That's the name of it. Where they had to decide uh, if the post that a company made was false or not. Uh, right. uh, Burger King, for example, tweeted women belong in the kitchen because, you know, it's Burger King and they're, they're unhinged. Yep. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so go check out those ones. Uh, anytime I've done a game show, it says the name of the game show on the, is, as the title. So, for example, the Food Core Fantasy game show. It'll, the title of the episode is called Food Core Fantasy, so you'll find them. Uh, but we do all sorts of fun stuff like that, and we also talk about more stuff, but you get the idea. Um, <clears throat> but I think that's going to do it. So thank you guys for listening. We hope a conversation made you laugh along the way. That's what we're all about. Um, you can find me over on YouTube and Twitch. I'm mainly a YouTuber, but I stre- uh, stream on Twitch from Monday to Friday, uh, starting at 12 p.m., going to 2 p.m., uh, we're really close to getting to affiliate, which allow, which would allow me to uh, unlock channel points, which is my main thing I'm looking for. I don't even care about subscribe, the subscribe crap. I really, really care about the uh, channel points, though, because it allows me to have more engagement with you guys, so you guys can uh, watch the stream, you get points, and you can spend those points to make me have a harder time in the game I'm playing, or m- maybe it's an actual physical reality thing where at the... I mean, I'm considering Hydrate, but I don't have any proof of it, so we'll see. Um, but you get the idea. If you've been on Twitch, you know what channel points are. But I'm really aiming for that. Um, so come come to my stream and just say hi. That's all you really need to do. Because um, that's, how, that's how you do it. Um, you can find John, speaking of Twitch, on Twitch as well. He's Jeevan Feebins. Um, he does all sorts of stuff. He's more of a variety. I'm, I'm a horror game person on Twitch. He's more variety. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does stuff like Fallen Order, uh, God of War, like those types of games. So like all that kind of stuff. I don't think he's doing those as of now, but... He plays those types of games. Um, and then Noah's not, he's not a YouTuber or a filthy, uh, filthy YouTuber or anything, but he is on Xbox, so you can check him out on Xbox at Noah.54 if you want to chat. Um, it's also on Windows, so it doesn't have to be an Xbox. Um, I know we said that at the very beginning, but I've somehow forgot that Windows equals Xbox now. So, yeah, it's just, that's just, that's how it works. Um, we do have a Patreon, so if you want to check out our Patreon, the Patreon solely for the podcast, so I recommend if you haven't listened to many of these episodes yet, don't worry about it. Keep listening. Um, I'd rather you listen to the podcast than go over there. If you've been here with us for a while, though, and you're considering it, then go ahead and check it out. Uh, we got multiple different tiers uh, for all the different stuff you might want. Um, we have tiers ranging from $1 all the way to 100 The 100 is crazy. I'd recommend you really like us if you do that one. Um, but if you do do that one, that one is the only one that allows you to be on the podcast itself. Um, so, and maybe we'll even let you choose the, the topic as long as we okay it and that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. The $1 one is, is like, uh, you get access to the, the Patreon stuff. I'm going to be posting, uh, stuff over there. Like, uh, I think the pre-episode combos, you have to get the $2 one or whatever, but, uh, you get the idea. Just go check out the tiers and see what you want. Um, you can also do a custom pledge if you want. If you're not, if you're not, let's say you want to do a $10 tier, but there's no $10 tier. I think there is, but let's say there isn't. Uh, then you can do that. Uh, but you'll just get the rewards for however much you paid. So, like, let's say there's a $5 tier and a $15 tier, you would only be getting the 5 and lower because that's how Patreon works. Um, and uh, don't forget about our Patreon ex- uh, extended cut episodes. So those are, like, episodes that are, like, um, they're called extended cuts because that's just the, the good name for them. But they're not, like, extended uh, onto the, like, normal ones. They're more so just new topics, like, new shorter topics that we wouldn't be able to fit into an hour-long episode. And uh, there's no points, there's no small talk, there's no, uh, like, headlines or anything. It's just the topic, 30 minutes of the topic, and the host really doesn't matter. They they really don't do a whole lot. They just do the intro and outro, really. Um, so, But it's a lot of fun. But you do have to pay for them, so, be, so just be aware of that. And uh, I think that's it. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and we'll catch you guys next time.
Fuck you, John.